This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. While the Prime Minister wants all schools to resume by June, many parents are keeping their children at home out of concern for their safety. Luckily for those parents, resources and help for home-based learning are available if needed. Brisbane mother of two, Mona Perez, followed the concerning escalation of COVID-19 since its outbreak in the Chinese city of Wuhan. The health risks prompted her to withdraw her 10-year-old daughter and 6-year-old son from school three weeks before Term 1 ended, when most students still attended schools in Queensland. It wasn't a very difficult decision to make because my husband's company, they decided to keep all the employees working from home. If he's going to work from home and the purpose of doing that is to make sure that um, everybody's safe, nobody's going in and out and bringing any virus into the house, therefore it would make sense that all of us actually are doing that. But she soon realised that starting her children's home-based learning would be harder in practice. The first week was really chaotic because we had nothing, no resources, because everyone else was still going to school. So it was stressful because I didn't know what to do, but I wanted to do something. And I had to discuss with them what they would like to learn. And then I jumped online trying to find the video, resources, activity sheets and all that. Education consultant Tamara Kidd from TutorYourOwnChild.com has educated her two children at home for 14 years. She says parents need to realise that home-based learning due to COVID-19 is supported by schools and teachers, and it is different from the actual homeschooling, which removes your child from the school system completely. With resources and support provided by schools and teachers, Kidd says that for many students currently studying at home, parents function more like tutors. A former primary school teacher, Kit says home-based learning should not follow a 9am to 3pm school program either. Even at school, we don't do six hours. You have to take out an hour for lunch and recess and then you've got assemblies and walking to class and settling class down and there's a lot of interruptions. We usually only get about two to three hours of actual schoolwork done in school. Kid suggests getting younger students to do most of their schoolwork in the morning and allowing teenagers to stay up and wake up later as their bodies adjust to the biological changes of growing up. When your child is most active during the day, that's the time that you need to devote towards the studies. It should take about one to three hours at the most to get through the work depending on what work is there and how old the child is. Cool Australia is a not-for-profit organisation founded by adventurer, photographer and author Jason Kimberley. It provides educational resources used by teachers in 90% of Australian schools and for parents like Perez. The pandemic has kept the organisation busy adapting their online resources into simplified materials for parents to access from home amid increased demands from Australia and abroad. Kimberley says Cool Australia promotes personal and social skills in its free learning activities in addition to materials for key subjects like maths and English in the Australian curriculum. Being able to get um, kids to think about how to build their self-confidence, their self-discipline, their their decision-making skills, things that aren't necessarily always associated with maths, English, science, but things that we like to bring to the fore because, you know, these social skills are really critical in life. Kimberley acknowledges that traditional ways of doing things are being thrown out the window as parents face unprecedented challenges due to COVID-19.
He encourages parents to stay positive and make the most out of this experience now that families are forced to stay closer than ever. He recommends setting up a learning environment at home. Put your kids in their school uniform. It just gives them that mindset that I'm going to study, I'm going to learn, plan the day, have a zone set aside to the work and get the kids to have a, a bit more of a creative afternoon. It's important to be able to move around or do some exercises or some stretching or even some mindfulness to break things up. Ramesh Kumar, who heads Victoria-based Southern Migrant and Refugee Centre, says many students his organisation supports face a different reality. Even though many of Kumar's clients came to Australia with a clear drive to excel in this country, the obstacles of job cuts, social isolation and homeschooling presented by COVID-19 have placed an extra burden on families. There is no proper home learning environment if there are four children that go to school and uh, then there is not enough space and there is not enough equipment, for instance. Everybody needs a laptop. For older kids, if they're in high school, their workload is higher. Then they have to go and assist their younger siblings because parents can't help. So they need to look after themselves and look after the younger siblings. So the stress is magnified there. The organisation has partnered with Southeast Community Links as well as local schools to provide equipment aid for children to learn from home. Kumar says students often need to be self-reliant in their home-based learning if their parents cannot speak English. A large number of the parents haven't probably had the opportunity to do formal schooling and they do not understand the context of how Australian schools or the education system operates. Kumar says, unfortunately, some students of migrant or refugee backgrounds are not on equal footing to their Australian-born counterparts and do not always have the luxury to fully commit to their studies. For the girls from certain backgrounds, it is more challenging because once they go home, the mom gets them to do all kinds of work, so they don't get time to even do their homework. And the parents, if they need to engage with Centrelink and they can't go there, then the, the children are expected to help them to interpret and understand. At the moment, they have to do online banking, maybe, you know, online shopping. All that, the pressure falls on the children of non-English speaking background, refugee and migrant kids. It's a compounded their troubles. Southern and Migrant Refugee Centre is helping students improve their learning outcomes through its homework support program, which is being offered online due to COVID-19. Our tutors are also from non-English speaking background, so they have uh, lived experience, they know exactly what it means, and they're also experienced uh, people in uh, tutoring and also in education, so they know exactly what is required at home. Retired maths teacher Walter Valls is one of those tutors. He has been volunteering as a homework tutor for high school students after his retirement at the end of 2010. Vals says he has been adjusting to tutoring online using Zoom since the homework support program moved online at the end of Term 1. It is a constant learning process, but the eagerness of his students from asylum seeker and refugee families inspires him to do his best. I was in awe of the students I was working with now. Their thirst for knowledge, their desire for improvement. I have been teaching for 30 years and I never saw that same thirst in my local students. Reviews by education experts on New Zealand's 2010 and 2011 Christchurch earthquakes found that students actually performed better after weeks of home-based learning. 
And that is what Mona Perez has also discovered in her children's learning. They are definitely getting more attention from me and also more one-on-one focus on them. So if something is wrong, I can fix the problem straight away. My daughter's math has improved a lot, which it was always a struggle at school. Vaz says parents ought to remember that they are not teachers. He recommends keeping things simple. My message to parents would be to work on de-stressing their students, encouraging them to use their teachers a lot more and settling them down when they are anxious. That's the best contribution a parent can make. Students in New South Wales will start attending schools one day a week from Monday, May 11. Year 12 students will return to full-time schooling when public schools resume face-to-face teaching at the same time. In Western Australia, schools are open for all parents and carers who choose to send their children. All Victorian government schools are providing remote and flexible learning arrangements during Term 2. Students who can learn from home are asked to stay at home. Tasmania has asked students to continue learning at home where possible. Schools in northern, northwest and southern regions are open for students who cannot be supervised at home. South Australian students are encouraged to attend school since infection rates are low. All Northern Territory students are expected to physically attend school. For Queensland's PrEP, Year 1, Year 11 and 12 students, schools will resume from Monday, May 11. Students in Years 2 to 10 who are able to be supervised at home and learn from home should stay at home. Australian Capital Territory schools are teaching remotely during Term 2. Nine schools are providing on-site supervision to children of essential workers. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio.